feisty, fearless, and fair. She's an Emmy-winning journalist from the White House to war zones, telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show. I know your name is Rita. Cause your perfume is smelling sweet. Since when I saw you down on the floor. Get on Breaking news. And tonight on the Rita Cosby Show, we are waiting with bated breath in less than an hour. The first truce between Hamas and Israel is expected to take place. It is supposed to be a 24-hour truce that's supposed to continue if everything goes as planned for another three days. So four days total, and then it could continue potentially after that if they agree to the release of more hostages, 50 total over the next four days. So that is a very, very big deal. It was supposed to happen last night. It was delayed, but now it looks like it is minutes away. And here is a relative of one of the hostages, uh, Gil Dickman, and he says he is waiting on pins and needles, but obviously is very skeptical about the terrorist group. Take a listen. I can't really trust a terror organization that killed my aunt seven weeks ago. How can I trust what they promise? Um, so th- this is why what we trust is what we see. And when we see hostages free and alive as we expect them to be, then we can talk about trust and maybe even trust them on, on next deals. And I'm really, really, uh, uh, I, I really hope that we can do this. I really hope that a deal could be made and that would be a really, a really amazing picture for Israel is to see finally, after seven weeks of horrible news, finally some good news. Finally, kids coming back to their parents and to their home. It, it's going to feel to people, I think, to me, it's going to feel like my kids are back. I think many people are going to feel as if it's their, it's their own kids since we've all become a really big family here in the Hostages uh, Families Forum and also in all of Israel. I cannot imagine what it's like for a hostage family wondering, will their loved one be coming home in a matter of hours? Also, they're also putting out uh, the kind of food that they would have to give because they're all malnourished and potentially they would give them like water, biscuits. They have to like ease into that. They also have to give them, of course, uh, mental counseling. You can imagine what's happened to some of them also as well. There's just so many things. And, of course, we are praying that we will see 13 people, including potentially some Americans, freed potentially in a matter of hours. This is a historic moment, and all eyes of the world are on this. 1-800-848-9222. Boy, would that be a great Thanksgiving gift for those families, and I think for the world. Uh, I see that we have calling in Aaron, who is an IDF fighter there in Israel. Um, Aaron, I am so happy to hear from you again. I know you and I talked uh, before the ground invasion. Then I know you went into Gaza briefly. Where are you now about, Aaron? In Israel. You are, okay. In Israel, in our, in our base, we are, we are getting ready for ceasefire. Hopefully it will last, and the Hamas won't start up with us again. 
and I'll see what we did. We made the destruction to their own Hamas terrorism group, what we did, and we hope that they will apply, listen to all the rules from this agreement. Are you skeptical, as you just heard that hostage uh, family member say that, you know, they believe it when they see it? Are you skeptical because of obviously uh, you're not dealing with uh, on the other side uh, with I, I consider they're barbarians on the other side. How difficult it is to know that that's the other? Obviously, you have uh, Qatar and others being the broker. But is there skepticism sort of I believe it when I see it attitude? We will never know the truth till we see the truth come out with them. Israel does not believe them that they, if they will release the hostages, that they won't. We don't know if they'll keep even to all the rules. One of the rules is they have the Red Cross has to go into every hostage. Who said they're going to be letting them in? Nobody knows. But we are committed to the ceasefire as long as they are committed to the ceasefire. And that means releasing the 50 hostages and release and, and not starting up with us in any means. What's going to be going on through your mind, Aaron, when uh, the whole world's going to be watching this moment? And it's going to happen, you know, the, the ceasefire potentially literally in a matter of minutes. Um, and then the hostages could come out almost immediately. What is going to go through your mind? I, I'm just telling you, here we are thousands of miles away, Aaron. I'm going to be crying. It's going to be so emotional because the world has been praying for you and your comrades. They're fighting in the Israeli Defense Forces and praying for those hostages. I'm going to have tears of joy. We're all going to have tears of joy, and we're still going to have tears of sadness. As we know, our rabbi said, one of the rabbis said, he said, when the Entebbe happened in Libya, I think it was, and they came out over here in the United States, there was a big rabbi that was held kidnapped over there, and they had music and everything. And the rabbi said, why are you putting on music? He said, what do you mean a rabbi is coming home from, from hostage? He said, but there's still Jews behind the Iron Curtain over there. It's the same exact thing. Yes, we will be happy, but we still will be sad on the other hostages. Do you think you'll be able to get the hostages out? Are you worried, Aaron, that it's going to be sort of this drip, 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 that they're going to just do it to buy time? Obviously, it helps them strategically, potentially. Uh, but obviously, to get a hostage, it's it's such a windfall and such a uh, there's no price you can put on being able to save somebody's life, and especially these these innocents that were taken hostage. Um, but are you worried that they may use this to regroup, to rearm, um, and then come back even stronger against you and your comrades? We hope not. Yeah, I hope we not too. We have our surveillance all over. We have our surveillance wherever we need. Wherever we have to be, we will be. If we will be shooting, no, we won't be in war. Because there will be a ceasefire. But we are trying our best that that shouldn't happen. Yeah, absolutely. Now tell me, you know, when you and I talked, Aaron, you had gone into Gaza. Uh, what is that like? Can you describe it? Because, you know, few people have been in there recently. Describe what it looks like in there. And did you go near the hospital or what area were you in? Aaron, did we lose you? I think we lost Aaron there. Uh, Aaron is, of course, uh, right there in Israel. Hopefully he's going to call back shortly. Um, but Aaron is, of course, uh, right there. He's one of the Israeli Defense Forces fighters. 
uh, one of the great soldiers of Israel, and and what a heroic young man. We were talking to him when he went into Gaza. First off, I'm so happy to hear that he was doing okay, um, but he's going to be calling back shortly, and hopefully we'll be getting an update from him as to where he was and what he's doing. I just can't even imagine just how difficult it must be and just all the complexities and everything else that's going on. I understand we got Aaron back. Um, Aaron, um, I was asking, I don't know if you heard, but where, where did you go in Gaza? Can you describe like what it was like there for you uh, as an Israeli fighter going in? It's destruction. The, the destruction is a very big destruction, but we have to understand the destruction is only for one reason, to save the world, because we're, not, we're the first ones that we got hit by them. But the next ones is the world that could get hit by them. And we don't want that. We don't want any individual to get hit. The civilians, the Palestinian civilians, are being targeted by them. We saw it, and there's videos going around about it, that when we told them to go to the north, to the south, they were shot at by Hamas fighters. You're speaking of the civilians there. Right. Yeah, they're using them as human shields, right? I mean, we, we've seen, obviously, many um, Israeli authorities there, Aaron, talking about how Al-Shifa Hospital underneath were tunnels. Did, did you go near Al-Shifa or your comrades? I can't say where I went, but there were, there, was, there, was, there were soldiers there, and they saw it, as you saw the videos. Al-Shifa is one of their main headquarters, if not their main headquarters. I do not know if it's one of or it's the main and they used human shields, sick, disabled, ill people, where they're lying in beds, ICUs, and all these things that the Western world would, would consider as a safe place, but they used it as a military base, that that becomes a target for, for war as the UN rules. Yeah, these people are savages. It, it is absolutely clear. Um, Aaron, what do you want to say to people, too? Because there, there's also these protests going on, as you see, around the world. And I, I think I'm happy to see that in a lot of places, people are clamping down on them, you know, and people are getting arrested. And there's been a lot of blowback, uh, which I think is appropriate because it, it gets me so angry. What do you want to say to the world about, about this important fight and how critical it is? that we are not fighting over here. We've seen the colleges in the United States and around the world, the whole world, the colleges, young teenagers, they don't even know what, what Hamas is. They don't even know what terrorism. They think Palestine is Afghanistan. If you see it's Pakistan, they don't even know what this war is all about. They're just doing whatever their friends are telling them to do. So that the world sees these protests from these teenagers, have, don't even know what they're doing. I have friends that went there Americans and just went to interview them and they were like mixing up things from Ramallah to Gaza to Bethlehem to to Iraq, Iran, Syria. They don't even know what they're talking about, half of them. Now the other ones, yeah. If you support Hamas, you support if a person supports Hamas, they support terrorism. And as you know as you know in terrorism is not is not acceptable in any Western country, right? And they, and if somebody supports it, they will get arrested. So all these people that support it should get arrested also. They've done nothing better. Because if a Jew would walk onto a train with them, they would, they would start doing action and then start fighting with them. Why? Because the only reason is he's a Jew. 
So why do we have to wait for that? And to all our brothers and sisters in, in the Jewish faith, I could say one thing. Keep praying. Keep learning Torah for us. We are fighting for you. We are fighting for every single individual and for our brothers and sisters from the Jewish nation. Absolutely. And, and Aaron, real quick, um, as you go in, and I would assume you're probably going to go back into Gaza uh, fairly yes. soon, um, are you going to be thinking, obviously, about, uh, especially about your comrades, but also these hostages? Because, boy, you guys are fighting for such a noble mission right now, and the, world is, I, I, the world's been praying for you so much, Aaron. We are fighting for it, and we are thinking that's our mission, is to think about the world and about our brothers and sisters that are captive by such animals, rapists, killers, and murderers. These, are, these people were worse than the Nazis. The Nazis didn't even take video when they did to a certain extent. To a certain extent, they didn't even take video what they did. They tried to erase it. Hamas went and showed the world what they're doing. Well, the world has seen it, and the world knows what a bunch of terrorists they are. Um, Aaron, uh, we love you. We appreciate you. Please call back again. Every time I see you call in, we, we go right to it because we are thinking of you so much, and uh, we are with you 1,000%. Know the world, the freedom-loving world is rooting for you, and we are with you. Thank you so much. Thank you very much for all your support, for the American support. And for all support, all nations that support us. And to one thing, like another message to our brothers and sisters, keep the Sabbath this week. Keep the Shabbos this week. You will help us fight this war and keep praying for us and keep learning the Torah for us. We want to win it and we will fight it to the end and they will be wiped out of the face of the earth. Yep, we need that. Well, we are with you, and uh, boy, I admire you so much, Aaron. And please give all your men and women uh, that are there on the front lines with you as you go back into Gaza, uh, our thoughts and prayers. And uh, you keep us posted, please, and let us know if you need anything. Uh, Aaron, thank you very, very much, and and happy Thanksgiving, and we're going to be praying for you uh, this whole holiday season. Thank you so much. One more thing. I'd like to thank for the American public that came out for the rally in Washington, D.C. to help and support Israel. Yeah, 300,000, the biggest in history. Uh, Bravo, that should show that we have your back. Uh, Aaron, thank you. We love you, and we're going to be keeping our prayers with you so much. Everybody, we're going to continue calls after the break. You're listening to The Rita Cosby Show. This is the Rita Cosby Show. Well, amazing here on the Rita Cosby Show to hear from Aaron, who is a fighter with the Israeli Defense Forces, uh, having left Gaza recently as they are all waiting for what's expected to be the first truce between Hamas and Israel. It's a temporary one. And in return, Hamas is expecting to release 13 hostages. Family members are now being notified. Can you imagine what it's like if you're a family member just waiting there wondering, is your loved one among the first batch? Could they maybe be in the second batch? Uh, will they have to wait? 
Uh, will there be a complication? There are so many things, but that truth, uh, truce is supposed to happen in a little over half an hour. So it is literally minutes away. And this is truly a moment in history. This deal was brokered by Qatar uh, that has relations with both sides, sort of a mediator trying to broker both ends of the deal. And boy, what an unbelievable moment it will be. And I, I meant what I was saying to Aaron, how emotional it will be to see these hostages walking, coming. Remember when we saw the old woman uh, leaving and then we saw another one, with, which was a mother and daughter uh, this is going to be really, really emotional the next few days for sure. And let's hope they all ultimately get released. In the meantime, here, I call them the loonies uh, because they were gluing themselves to the street during the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade uh, to chant anti-Semitic slurs and also wreak havoc for Thanksgiving, you know, treaters. People who were out there, kids wanted to go see Snoopy. And for some reason, they decided they're going to glue themselves to a main thoroughfare in New York. I mean, how does that make any sense? But here are some of them chanting during the parade. And they got booed, but here are some of their chants. So crazy. What are your thoughts about this and everything else? Let's go to Stan in Brooklyn. Uh, Stan, you actually wanted to call. You were talking about uh, how you were doing some things to take care of yourself this Thanksgiving. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, first of all, reader, nobody has to get sick if they take vitamin C correctly. Now, if you happen to get sick because you don't take the C or you forget or whatever, if you megadose on golden seal root, that's golden seal root, not the extract, but the root, and B propolis. You can get rid of the infection very, very quickly. I myself got COVID. I didn't have access to vitamin C at one point, and I wound up getting COVID. My temperature went up to 102. I am so glad that you're okay. Um, and by the way, also, you can get the uh, medical kit from the wellness company. Cosby is on. The Rita Cosby Show presents Support Our Heroes. And this is the Tunnel to Towers Foundation Support Our Heroes segment. And a very powerful message coming on this Thanksgiving Day from Sioux Falls, South Dakota where Vietnam veterans gathered in Sioux Falls yesterday for a pinning ceremony Congressman Dusty Johnson's office organized. About three dozen Vietnam-era veterans came to the Military Heritage Alliance, some with their families. It's part of the Vietnam War Commemoration, which is a national program that the congressman and his staff adopted. Veterans were called up, asked to say a few words if they wanted, and then they were awarded a pin, a coin, and a certificate honoring their service, and also a standing ovation from a massive crowd. Among those being honored were two of three brothers who served in Vietnam. 
Uh, the Boddicker brothers served aboard destroyers in the U.S. Navy. And Doug Boddicker said, I feel that all of the Vietnam veterans were neglected right after the war and even during the years afterwards. His brother Wayne said that he eventually lost his legs to Agent Orange exposure, adding that, quote, it means a lot to finally be recognized for my service. For years, we never got any recognition whatsoever. So it means a great deal to me today. And how beautiful to see these great veterans being honored for their incredible service. And of course, I love all of you, Vietnam veterans, and to all of you and your families, welcome home. We love you. We appreciate you. And on this Thanksgiving, I am grateful for your incredible service for our country. And of course, remembering America's heroes, the veterans and also first responders, that is the mission of the great Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Help America to never, ever forget. Donate $11 a month to the Tunnel to Towers Foundation at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. Over 40,000 veterans are experiencing homelessness in the United States. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation launched its homeless veteran program last year to combat this injustice. The program provides housing and comprehensive support services to military veterans nationwide. In 2023 alone, Tunnel to Towers is providing housing to over 3,000 veterans. Join the foundation on its mission to end veteran homelessness by donating $11 per month. Head to T2T.org to donate and learn more. That's T, the number two, T.org. And we are also talking about, of course, the fact that it is Thanksgiving. And what would Thanksgiving be without a Thanksgiving message from Stan from Forest Hills, his favorite person, Donald Trump? Take a listen. Here's the former president with his Thanksgiving message. I want to wish everyone a very happy Thanksgiving Today, as we gather with our loved ones, we give thanks to Almighty God for His many blessings, including our families, our friends, our neighbors, and this extraordinary country that we all call home. We also send our deep gratitude to all of the patriots serving our nation in uniform this Thanksgiving, including the members of the U.S. Armed Forces, the heroes of Border Patrol and law enforcement and ICE and everybody that worked so hard to preserve our system and our country and working to defend our southern border and our police and first responders in communities all across America. This is a difficult time for our country, but do not lose heart or lose hope because by the time we celebrate next Thanksgiving, our nation will be well on its way to being stronger, safer, more prosperous and greater than ever before. Once again, happy Thanksgiving and God bless you all. And that was the message from President Trump. What are your thoughts, everybody, on this Thanksgiving as we are less than half an hour away from what is expected to be a truce where there will be a temporary ceasefire on the attacks on Gaza? Both sides are expected to do a truce. So 13 hostages can come out. That's what's expected from the Gaza side. On the other side, it is a three to one. So that means 39 hostages will be taken out, not hostages, but these are prisoners in Palestinian 
uh, basically uh, overrun uh, Israeli jails, if you would call it, because there are so many that are in prison in Israel. And some of the ones, sadly, that will be released, although uh, they are not murderers, there's a couple attempted murderers that are in the batch. It's women and also, they call them kids, but it's 18 and under. So there's one in there who's a 17-year-old who uh, tried to stab an Israeli to death. Um, the Israeli survived, and he was charged with attempted murder. That's what they call a young kid. Uh, it's not really an equivalency for the innocent women and children, by any means, that were taken hostage by the brutal terrorist group. But in return, some people who are not very good folks are being let out. It's part of this exchange and also the truce that they get one day, basically, for every delivery of a group of hostages. Obviously, the fact that they're getting out soon is enormous, enormous news. Um, let's go to uh, Tony real quick. Line two. Tony, your thoughts. Rita, what a night. You know, I I know how we all feel, and we're so anxious that it all goes well. I was my favorite person of the night is Aaron. I was so excited to hear him. And so I just wanted to give a shout out to him from the United States. And we do know the Torah a little bit. So the words that are written on the Holocaust Museum in Israel are the words of, let's see if I say it right, Ezekiel. And he says, I will put my spirit in you and you will live and I will place you in your own land. And it says, I don't know if I say it right, Yad Vashem. To you, Aaron, we are waiting patiently with you and all your soldiers. And we are so proud of you in America, right, Rita? I, I, I'm telling you, I'm getting emotional, Tony, because it, it to think about what Aaron and the men and women, because there's a lot of women in the military there, too, as well. They all have I, to do some form of service. Think about the guts. Remember when he called the first night and said how nervous he was yes. to go in? Yes. Um, and I feel like we all know Aaron. And then he goes into yes. Gaza and calls us afterwards. And here he is now yes. waiting for this truce. Um, and they are so heroic. Um, and, and they really are not just fighting for them, but they are fighting for the free world. I mean, if, yes. if they lose, Hamas is going to be emboldened. They're going to keep coming. And they have already said that, you know, America is the big Satan. Israel is sort of the yeah. smaller Satan. So, again, when, when terrorists tell you what they think, uh, believe them. And, um, and by the way, Yad Vashem is exactly how you pronounce that. I'm not Jewish, uh, but many of you know my father grew up right outside the Warsaw Ghetto. And uh, Yad, Vashem, Yad Vashem is really one of the holiest places, by the way, if you ever get yeah. a chance to go to Israel, where they have yeah. the righteous among nations and they have, um, you know, just the heroes of the Holocaust – it is. I can. I definitely suggest everybody to go there, and I pray that Israel is going to be a peaceful place in the near future. And we just have to pray that they can eradicate Hamas first. Obviously, I understand where they want to get the hostages. I'm so happy to see some people get freed. I hope all of them get freed. Um, but I think uh, the next few weeks and months are going to be really difficult, and we just have to pray and have their back and have Aaron's back. Um, Tony, thank you. We we love you. And we appreciate you. And happy Thanksgiving. It's really great to talk to you. Um, let's go to Robert in Pearl River, uh, line four. Robert, your thoughts. Yeah, how you doing, Rita? Happy Thanksgiving. 
Well, you know, I mean, uh, I'll tell you, I'm a Jewish guy, you know, I'm not very religious, but I know the mindset. So they're using them as human shields, it's true, but they also, the human shields, uh, they think they are warriors. They think the uh, Hamas is warriors, and they want to stick by them. They trust them. And there's a lot of that going on here in New York, in the United States in general. And listen, they voted for them. They voted for them. They voted them in in 2006. They think they're going to take care of them, and the, and some of them could have left if they wanted to. That's a very big problem. Now Israel is really mad, and I'm going to tell you, they will get rid of everybody because they have nuclear weapons if they have to use them. I know you win. The United States don't want them to, but they could, lo- they could launch them from ships, and they got to go after Iran. And if it continues with these attacks, they're not going to take it anymore. And that's, it'll be the end of Hamas and all these people eventually, but it's going to take a very long time. It That's is going to say. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Robert, I agree. And happy Thanksgiving, Robert. Thank you so much for the call. Let's go to Robert in Philly. Your thoughts, Robert. Hi, Reed. It's good to talk to you. Happy Thanksgiving to you everybody. Too. You too. And, and add zinc to that list of things that you should take. Yeah. Um, I think that the, the whole confusion and the delays with Hamas is because Hamas is just now figuring out what they're dealing with, okay? They're dealing with a leader who looks at everything through a political lens. He doesn't care about the Americans involved. And we don't have a real president. If we had a real president, I would have heard on the television, if you harm one hair on their head, did we hear that? No. If we had a real president, instead of looking at at pictures of them Hamas leader scumbags drinking champagne on a Learjet, I would have seen pictures of the wreckage of that Learjet on the desert. Okay, and that's the whole problem in a nutshell. The elections aren't just destroying this country with Biden. It's affecting the whole world. And I really wish people would wake up and see this corrupt knuckleheaded clown for what he is. And we can move on because the the problems he's created will be easily fixed in no time at all, because we don't have to have a plan. We already have a blueprint for how to run a country successfully. And with that, I'll end and thank you for the time and hope everybody enjoys their weekend. Thank you very much, Robert. I agree with you on so many levels uh, that so much of this, uh, you know, meandering, rudderless leadership has created this moment in so many ways. Um, And you're right. Uh, Let's just pray that Israel uh, just doesn't listen to Biden and kind of does what it needs to do. Uh, uninhibited. They've already, I think, been held back a bit even before this moment. By the way, also, I want to make sure we get to the other big news of the day. Eric Adams, the New York City mayor. Did you see this? Wow, wow, wow. Uh, He has now been sued for sexually assaulting a woman 30 years ago. Uh, It's just before the deadline of the Adult Survivors Act, which allowed people to be able to do a filing years later. The window was closing. I think it was in like two days. Uh, So they filed it just in the nick of time. Eric Adams says he doesn't know this woman. And this comes after he's complained about the border with President Biden. He's been probably one of the most outspoken Democrats for sure on this, Um, other than I think Bob Holden in city council here. But I think a lot of this is is crazy. Listen, I don't know this woman. I don't know the history. I wasn't there. But suddenly here it is 30 years later. Uh, they're making this allegation when he was apparently at the NYPD. She also worked at the city 
Doesn't this sound like a bit of a setup, a bit of a pylon? It comes after, of course, he criticized the president. Then they raided, remember, his leading fundraiser's home. Then suddenly they seized his phone and they seized his iPhone. And now suddenly this, it feels to me a little bit like the way the Democrats handle Donald Trump or maybe the way they handle one of their own if they speak out. What are your thoughts, everybody? 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Here is Mayor Eric Adams responding to the allegations just a little bit ago. Take a listen. I want to respond to this lawsuit that was just brought to my attention. It absolutely did not happen. Uh, I, I don't recall ever meeting this person. Uh, and I will never harm anyone in that magnitude. Uh, it did not happen. And, uh, you know, it's going to go its course. It's going to take its process. Uh, but um, it did not happen. And that is not who I am. And that is not who I've ever been in my professional life. And, you know, it's just uh, something that uh, never took never took place. So is this all a setup to bring down a Democrat who questioned Joe Biden on the migrant policy and especially on the border? He has said a couple times, we need to secure the border. And I don't think the president likes hearing that, especially from a well-known, very visible Democrat. And he's rallied others to do the same. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. And everybody, you know, Because of all the things that are going on overseas and here at home, we live in dangerous and very unstable times. Pandemics, international insecurity, shortages, supply chain disruptions, and an economy that's on the brink. We know we simply, we just can't trust the government to protect us. Now, more than ever, everyone needs to be prepared. You need to be ready. And being prepared is more than just stockpiling ammo, food, and supplies. Being prepared should also include stockpiling critical prescription medications. And that's where the wellness company comes in. Their medical emergency kit contains the prescription antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics that you need to keep you and your family safe from anthrax to tick bites to COVID to even a bioweapon like the plague. The Wellness Company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. So go to twc.health, H-E-A-L-T-H, T-W-C dot health forward slash Rita Cosby, T-W-C dot health forward slash Rita Cosby. Be prepared. They have great Black Friday discounts. Uh, put my name in. You will see you'll save a ton of money. And this is a tremendous company. And this product is needed now more than ever. Check out the Wellness Company's Medical Emergency Kit. Have freedom of speech, medical freedom, and always have peace of mind. TWC.health forward slash Rita Cosby. Check it out and take care of yourself and your family this holiday season. And we'll be right back after the break. You're listening to The Rita Cosby Show. It's The Rita Cosby Show. 
And we are talking about Eric Adams, who has now been accused of sexually assaulting a woman 30 years ago. Somehow this is coming out. Does it sound like the fix is in against him? And also the fact that we are literally minutes away from what is expected to be a truce, a temporary one between Hamas and Israel and 13 hostages held by Gaza are expected to be released, including potentially some Americans. This is an enormous moment. And let's see if the terrorists live up to their words and at least start releasing some of the women and children. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Corey, line two in Brooklyn. Corey, your thoughts about Eric Adams? Lovely, Miss Rita Cosby. It's a great I got on. I usually get a uh, no signal, but I guess. Well, I'm, gl- I'm glad you did. It's Thanksgiving, and lucky me, I get to talk to you. What do you think? Lucky me. Uh, I think they they might just be doing a uh, Andrew Eli's Cuomo, King Cuomo the second job on him. Yeah, uh, you know you what? Know, they wanted him out. They may be. You know? Yep. You know what, Corey? I agree. They very much maybe want to, uh, you know, try to do a pylon. Um, and I think in particular, in this case, it's an allegation from 30 years ago. He claims he doesn't even know the woman. Um, you know, it's, it's hard to prove something from 30 years ago. And you do have to wonder about the timing now where they seem to really be going after him after he became very vocal about the migrant situation and critical about the White House. So it, it, it to me, I, I don't really believe in coincidences, and that's why this one uh, is very, very hard uh, to accept. Uh, Corey, thank you. You have a great, great Thanksgiving, and it's great to hear from you. Let's go to Joe, line three. Uh, Joe, your thoughts? Um, you want to talk about Israel and also the threats yeah. to the homeland, too. Yeah, what, what I want to talk about is... Uh, with all these people that got away over here, I think they're planning an attack. I feel, this is my prophecy, they'll be shooting in the streets, biological warfare, chemical warfare, and nuclear attacks. I have a feeling this is going to happen to us. Wow, wow, wow. You know, by the way, uh, you know, I wouldn't put anything past what's happening now, given terrorism in the world today and the situation um, I don't know if you heard my interview earlier. I was talking to Peter Galuli with the wellness company, and I was saying, you know, if somebody had brought up some of these threats, you know, even a few months ago or a few years ago, you go, oh, no, no, no. But sadly, there are crazy things happening right now in the world. This is a very sensitive time. That's why you got to get one of those medical kits from the wellness company and type in Rita Cosby. You get a discount. That's a good uh, Thanksgiving gift to all of you guys. Thank you, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. And I will talk to you tomorrow. And let's pray those hostages get out.